There is something about a Sunday, especially a Sunday morning. Church, family, football, the occasional afternoon nap. To a lot of folks, Sunday is their favorite day of the week. However, to others, to those that are depressed, those that are down and out, those that are hung over from a wild Saturday night, Sunday morning is as lonesome as it gets. Chris Christofferson captured the feelings of despair that many feel on a Sunday morning on his masterful song, Sunday Morning Coming Down. And on today's episode, we will explore the history of and the true story behind one of music's greatest compositions. So fumble through your closet and find your cleanest, dirty shirt, because this is That One Show, Season 2, Episode 13, Anatomy of a Song, Sunday Morning Coming Down. I first and watched a small kid cussing at a can that he was kicking. Then I crossed the empty street and caught the Sunday smell of someone frying chicken. And it took me back to something. I'd lost somehow somewhere along the way On the Sunday morning sidewalk Wishing Lord that I was strong There's something in a Sunday Hey, somebody feel alone Chris Christofferson was born on June 22, 1936. He is one of the great songwriters of all time and also wasn't a half-bad actor. Among his songwriting credits are Me and Bobby McGee, For the Good Times, Help Me Make It Through the Night, and the song that we are featuring on today's episode, the all-time great, Sunday morning coming down. Now, we'll spend most of the episode talking specifically about that song, the history of, and the story behind it, but I wanted to take a moment for those folks who may not know a lot about the one and only Chris Christofferson. Did you know that in 1958, he won a Rhodes Scholarship to Oxford University in England, one of the most prestigious academic institutions and scholarships in the entire world. While at Oxford, he was awarded a blue ribbon for boxing and was a standout rugby player. At this time, he first began to dabble in poetry and writings of song. While at Oxford, Chris Christopherson became acquainted with fellow Rhodes scholar, art critic, and poet Michael Freed. 
and with the help of his manager, Larry Parnes, Christofferson recorded for top-ranked records under the name of Chris Carson. Now, Parnes was working to sell Christofferson as a Yank at Oxford to the British public, and Christofferson was willing to accept that promotional approach if it helped his singing career and songwriting career, which he hoped would one day enable him to progress towards his goal of becoming a novelist. This early phase of his music career was very unsuccessful, and in 1960, Christofferson finally graduated with a bachelor's in philosophy and English literature. Christofferson would go on to be inducted into the Country Music Hall of Fame in 2004 for his great career as a singer and songwriter. On today's episode, we will explore in depth his most popular and well-known, and in my opinion, greatest song, and one of the great songs in the history of not just country music, but music in general. We'll take a brief break, and we'll get into the history of Sunday Morning Coming Down. Many artists have covered Sunday Morning Coming Down over the decades, all to varying results. The most famous version, of course, is that of Johnny Cash, who had a number one hit with the song back in the fall of 1970. And this is the version we will spend the majority of this episode discussing. However, before we get into that, I do want to take a few moments to highlight some other noteworthy versions of Sunday Morning Coming Down ranging from the really good to the mediocre to the truly bizarre. Did you know the first actual official recorded release of Sunday Morning Coming Down was by Ray Stevens? And he ain't wearing no clothes. Oh, yes, they call him the street. That's saying on two feet. Yes, that Ray Stevens. Believe it or not, Stevens' version actually charted on the top 100 country music billboard charts, peaking at number 55 one full year before Johnny Cash would hit number one with it. Here is a little bit of Ray Stevens' version of Sunday Morning Coming Down. And I stopped beside a Sunday school and listened to the song that they were singing. Then I headed back for home and somewhere far away a lonely bell was ringing. And it echoed through the canyon like the disappearing dream of yesterday on the Sunday morning sidewalk wishing Lord that I was gone Christofferson along with Johnny Cash Willie Nelson and Waylon Jennings made up the super group The Highwaymen and over the, their careers, each 
of all four highwaymen would record their own version of Sunday morning coming down. Willie Nelson recorded an entire album of Christopherson songs appropriately called Willie Nelson Sings Chris Christopherson in 1979 and of course included his version of the song. Well, I woke up Sunday morning with no way to hold my head that it didn't hurt. And the beer I had for breakfast wasn't bad, so I had one more for dessert. Then I fumbled through my closet for my clothes and found my cleanest, dirty shirt. And I shaved my face and combed my hair and stumbled down the stairs to meet the day. I smoked my brain the night before with cigarettes and songs that I'd been picking. But I lit my first and watched a small kid Waylon Jennings recorded a version of Sunday Morning Coming Down back in the 1970s. However, it sat in the archives and on the shelf for 30 years until it was finally released long after Waylon's death in 2016 as part of the compilation called The Lost Nashville Sessions. Twelve years ago, back in 2010, Jerry Lee Lewis released an album called Mean Old Man. And uh, anybody that's read or researched Jerry Lee Lewis at all will understand that that is a very much appropriate and autographical, autobiographical title. On Mean Old Man, Jerry Lee Lewis, up in his 70s at this point, recorded and released his own version of Sunday morning coming down. I smoked my mind the night before the cigarettes and song I'd been picking. But I lit my first and watched a small kid playing with a can 
that he was kicking. Then I walked across the street, caught the Sunday smell of someone frying chicken. me back from something that I lost somewhere somehow along the way but on a Sunday morning sidewalk vision Lord that I was stoned singer Lynn Anderson released a version of Sunday Morning Coming Down in 1971 on her album called Rose Garden. Then I headed back for home somewhere far away Randy Travis recorded and released an album of cover songs called Influences Volume 2, The Man I Am. On this album, Randy Travis covers some of his favorite songs from, from his favorite country musicians. Of course, he had to include Sunday Morning Coming Down. Well, I woke up Sunday morning with no way to hold my head that didn't hurt And the beer I had for breakfast wasn't bad So I had one more for dessert Then I fumbled in my closet Drew my clothes and found my cleanest dirty shirt and Then I washed my face and combed my hair Stumble down the stairs to meet today. I'd smoke my mind the night before with cigarettes and songs that I'd been picking. Then I lit my first and watched a small kid play in with a can that he was kicking. Do you remember the 1998 album called Soul's Core by Sean Mullins? If you do, it's more than likely because of the song Lullaby, parentheses Rockaby, which was a huge hit that summer. And all her friends tell her she 
songs on soul chord than lullaby take my word for it because you really don't need to hear any of them all are pretty bad especially one of the worst covers of sunday morning coming down that has ever been put to tape and stop beside the sunday school and listen to the song that they were singing Then I headed back for home and somewhere far away a lonely bell was ringing And it echoed through the canyon like the disappearing dreams of yesterday On the Sunday morning Now we get into the unexpected and, to be quite frank, bizarre renditions of Sunday Morning Coming Down. Just this year, back in July, Reggae Legends UB40 put out their version of the song. Rhythm come forward! Well, I woke up Sunday morning with no way to hold my head. That didn't hurt And the beer I had for breakfast Wasn't bad So I had one more for dessert Then I fumbled through my closet For my clothes And found my cleanest dirty shirt I shaved my face and combed my hair And stumbled down the stairs to meet the day I'd smoked my brain the night before With cigarettes and sun Back in 2006, punk band Me First and the Gimme Gimmies Yes, that is their name Released an album full of country covers and closed the album out, of course, with, uh, let's just say, a unique take on Sunday morning coming down. 
Well, I woke up Sunday morning with no way to hold my head that didn't hurt. And the beer I had for breakfast wasn't bad, so I had one more for dessert. Then I fumbled in my closet, through my clothes, and found my cleanest dirty shirt. Last, and in this case, certainly least, we have a 1975 version of the song by Terry Savalas. Yes, Kojak. Now, up until a couple weeks ago when I started researching this episode, I didn't know that Terry Savalas ever put out an album, and quite frankly, I wish I still didn't know that. Well, unfortunately for me and you, he did. And as far as good music goes, this album is as bare as Terry's bald head. Naturally, old Kojak, when he put this album out, as most people in the 1970s did, he included a version of Sunday Morning Coming Down, which I'll play for you at this time because, hell, if I heard it, you have to hear it too. But I know somehow, somewhere along the way On the Sunday morning sidewalk Wishing, Lord, that I was stoned Cause there's something in a Sunday Makes a body feel alone And there's nothing short of dying Half as lonesome as a sound On that sleeping city sidewalk Sunday morning coming down All right, after all that, especially Terry Savalas' version, I think we all need a palate cleanser. So let's take a very brief break. It'll be our last break of the episode. And I'll come back and get into the meat and potatoes of this episode. And that is the story behind Johnny Cash's recording of Sunday Morning Coming Down. (music) 
When the Billboard charts were released on October 10th, 1979, number one on this chart was Johnny Cash's hit, Sunday Morning Coming Down. Cash's version of this song established Sunday Morning Coming Down as one of the greatest recordings in the American songbook. The story of how it caught Cash's attention and led him to actually record it is one of the greatest stories ever told. In 1969, Chris Christopherson was sweeping the floors and cleaning the bathrooms as a janitor at Columbia Records' office and studio in Nashville, Tennessee. Now, anyone who knew Christopherson's background as that of an Oxford graduate, a Rhodes Scholar, a former captain in the U.S. Army, as well as an accomplished helicopter pilot, might have laughed that he was pushing mops and brooms to make ends meet. However, despite his impressive resume, Christopherson wanted nothing more than that to be a songwriter. And he did anything that he could to make this happen. And that included taking the janitor's job at Columbia because he thought this was one step closer to achieving that goal. Here he watched a lot of recording artists come in and make records, including the one and only Bob Dylan, who recorded his masterwork, Blonde on Blonde, during this time. Christopherson watched afar, but never gathered the courage to say hello. He did, however, muster the courage to say hello a little later when he met another one of his musical heroes who was at Columbia recording an album. I'm referring to the one and only Johnny Cash. Christopherson would watch Cash in the hallways and through the glass window as he was recording his music. The few met a couple times in passing and made small talk, but at this time, Johnny Cash only knew Christopherson as the man who was working as a janitor and cleaning the studio. However, at this point, Unknown to Cash and many others, Christopherson had already written a bunch of songs. And he was eager to give Cash a tape of some of these songs, but he was afraid if he gave it to him directly in the studio, he would get fired from his janitorial job. So Christopherson tried a different angle. He befriended Johnny Cash's wife, June Carter Cash, and the two became pretty good friends. June liked Christopherson enough that she would often take demo tapes of his song home to Johnny later at night where she would play them for him oftentimes in their bedroom above Old Hickory Lake outside of Nashville, Tennessee. And on most of these nights, Cash would respond by listening to just a few seconds and throwing them out the window into Old Hickory Lake. At this time, Christopherson was living on an almost non-existent budget in a run-down flea-bag Nashville apartment. His parents were incensed at him that he, after being a Rhodes Scholar and Oxford graduate with dual degrees, chose the path of a janitor and trying to become a songwriter. This led them to disowning Chris Christopherson, and sadly, before their death, Christopherson and his parents never made up. So you can imagine how lonely Chris felt at this time, estranged from his family and living alone in a nasty, roach-infested apartment. He oftentimes would seek solace by walking the streets of Nashville, 
where he was young and broke and contemplating life and watching the people and world around him. What was he doing with his life, he would often wonder. Where was he going? How did he fit into this place he was so desperately trying to be a part of? Those questions and this experience became the seeds that would sprout the song Sunday Morning Coming Down. Christofferson knew he had many great songs, but with Sunday Morning Coming Down, he felt that it was his best and most suited for Johnny Cash. So persistence on the part of Christofferson and June Carter Cash and a little bit of bravado proved to be the key to finally getting Cash to listen to the song. Christofferson continued to give June his demo tapes, and one night, June played a mixtape of his songs while they sat in their bedroom like many nights before. This time, Cash didn't immediately throw it into the lake. The lights were turned out, and I was just listening to the songs of the night in my mind, and June kept that tape running, Cash wrote in his autobiography. When the last song was over, we went on to bed. Sunday morning coming down is a good song, I told her. For all Christopherson knew at this time, Cash was never going to listen to it, little long recorded, so he resorted to a more drastic delivery method. At the time, Christopherson was working part-time as a helicopter pilot for the U.S. Army Reserve. and a routine flight mission for training, Christopherson decided to veer off course and headed straight for Cash's home on Old Hickory Lake. There, he landed the chopper on Cash's front lawn and walked up to the home with a demo tape of Sunday morning coming down. Now, what happens next varies depending on who you ask. For his part, Cash said he heard the chopper land and walked out to find Christopherson walking up to him with a tape and a beer. As I approached, out stepped Christopherson with a beer in one hand and a tape in the other, Cash recalled in his autobiography. I stopped, standing there dumbfounded. He grabbed my hand and put the tape in it, grinned, and got back into the helicopter without saying a word and was gone, a bit wobbly but almost straight up, then out high above the lake were all his songs that he'd given me before lay at the bottom of. He disappeared through those clouds, and I looked at the tape of Sunday morning coming down and me and Bobby McGee. Christofferson, for his part, has a different recollection of this event. You know, he says, John had a very creative imagination. I've never flown with a beer in my life. Believe me, you need two hands to fly those things, meaning, of course, helicopters. Christofferson also said he doesn't even think Cash was home the day he landed the helicopter in his lawn and states that had he been, Cash likely would have came out and shot him on the spot. Whatever actually happened, it is a fact that Christofferson landed a helicopter in Johnny Cash's front lawn with a demo tape of Sunday morning coming down. And this stunt was finally enough to get Johnny Cash's attention. The very next week, Cash taped an episode of his weekly television program, The Johnny Cash Show, at Nashville's Ryman Auditorium. During this taping, Cash performed for the first known time, Sunday Morning Coming Down. He introduced this performance by saying, here's a song written by Chris Christopherson. 
With guitar in hand, slightly before strumming the first chords, Cash added, do not forget that name. Soon after, Cash invited Christofferson to perform with him on stage at the Newport Folk Festival, and later that year, recorded and released an official version of Sunday Morning Coming Down, and the rest, as they say, is history. Well, I woke up Sunday morning with no way to hold my head that didn't hurt. And the beer I had for breakfast wasn't bad, so I had one more for dessert. Then I fumbled in my closet, through my clothes and found my cleanest dirty shirt. Then I washed my face and combed my hair and stumbled down the stairs to meet the day. I'd smoked my mind the night before with cigarettes and songs I'd been picking. But I lit my first and watched a small kid playing with a can that he was kicking. Then I walked across the street and caught the Sunday smell of someone's frying chicken. And Lord, it took me back to something that I lost somewhere somehow along the way on a Sunday morning sidewalk I'm wishing Lord that I was stoned cause there's something in a Sunday that makes a body feel alone That One Show with Brian Combs is brought to you by Thatcher Barbecue Company and is written, produced, and recorded by me, Brian Combs. You can look me up on social media, on Twitter, at That One Show BC, on Instagram, at That One Show with Brian Combs, on Facebook, at That One Show Podcast, and on Patreon at That One Show. So go follow us along on any of those sites and please subscribe on iTunes or Spotify, whichever you prefer. And finally, if you are enjoying this show, I ask from the bottom of my heart that you recommend it to at least one other person with whom you feel would enjoy it as well. Until next time, this has been That One Show with Brian Combs. Thank you.